And now, Lifestyles Unlimited presents the Real Estate Investor Radio Show. Over the next hour, we unfold your map to financial freedom. You'll learn how to retire through investing in single-family and multifamily real estate. You'll learn how to create cash flow and build wealth so you can have the time and money to live the lifestyle you want. Welcome to the show. My name is Al Gordon, and as always, we're working on your financial freedom. On today's show, I have another edition of Tell Al Tuesday, and with me today, coming back to the show, are Chad and Lisa. And I will tell you this, you're going to have a blast learning from Chad and Lisa. Let me give you a little background on the two of them in case you've not caught them in the past shows. Now, by the way, if you if you want to catch up on some of our past shows, just go to lifestylesunlimited.com. And from there, you can check out the radio tab and you can get all of our past shows, which have been repurposed into podcasts. You can listen at your convenience and you can fill your mind with the knowledge of real estate investing. But back to Chad and Lisa, I'm going to tell you this about them. They are probably one of the funnest couples that I've ever met in Lifestyles Unlimited. They are exciting to be around. And more importantly, they came from humble roots. What do I mean by humble roots? Okay, let me give you some background. She is a recovering teacher. What do I mean by recovering teacher? Well, she gave up that career when she became a member of Lifestyles Unlimited and learned how to invest in real estate. And she has not looked back. Now, he, on the other hand, he's he's kind of a recovering electrician, except that's not really true because he never left his job. As a matter of fact, he wound up getting promoted by the organization he works for. And here's the neat thing about Chad. He's real estate retired. What does that mean? What is this real estate retired stuff? Well, real estate retired means that he has enough passive income coming in from what they're doing with real estate investing that he doesn't need that job. But that job pays him a pretty decent income, and he's in control of his life. Meaning, if he went in tomorrow and they said, hey, Chad, you know, it's been nice, it's been fun, but you're done, bro. He would just, you know, say, okay, fine, whatever. It would not hurt them financially if he left that job. Now, he's in this unique position where he continues to work because he enjoys doing what he does. He is excited about the work that he does. And together... They're kind of like a dynamic duo. Now, when they got started in real estate investing, it was kind of a, it was, well, it's starting from scratch. There's no other way to describe it. As a matter of fact, when I bring them on, and why don't we just do that now? Why don't we just bring Chad and Lisa onto the show? Because I think there's nobody better to tell their backstory than them themselves. So with no further ado, welcome back to the show, Chad and Lisa. How are the two of you doing today? I'm doing great. Thank you. Doing absolutely wonderful. How how about yourself? Oh, man, I'm I'm having a blast because I've got you guys on the show. Now, I was about ready to give away the, the origins of your story, but I don't think I would do as good of a job as you two would do in conveying your story because you've actually lived your story, have you not? Yes. Okay. So... How did you guys find Lifestyles Unlimited? I mean, did, did you find us on the radio? Did you find us on the Internet? Did you stumble into one of our offices? How did you come across Lifestyles Unlimited? Actually, my brother had been talking. My brother is Brian Sifford, and he had been talking to Chad about it, like, for three or four months. And I actually called Brian because I was investing in 529 plan for my kids, and it wasn't progressing as fast as we wanted it to. So I actually called him for other investment 
opportunities. And he's like, I've been telling Chad about lifestyles forever, Lisa. And so I looked it up right then on the internet and went, we went to that evening class and we signed up for the Tuesday. So, so you guys, you, you're, you're related to somebody who, and I know Brian pretty well. Brian is a very successful lead investor within Lifestyles Unlimited. And from time to time, he actually presents what we call the two day financial freedom seminar, which is the class that you guys took, that I took, that everybody takes that gives us the, the roadmap that we follow to financial success. So that's pretty cool. You guys had an insider, if you will, in Lifestyles Unlimited. But let me ask the question. Were either of you skeptical about what Brian was telling you? Yes, we were. Um, I knew I could trust him that, you know, it's our money and it's our family's future. So I just leaped out on faith. And we just, I would pray like, okay, God, it's your money. If it's going to exalt you, let it be. If not, say, let me shut the door. And so we just trusted, you know, we trusted the system. We trusted God and we just laid it down his feet. Yeah. You trust but verify. Trust yeah. but verify. Yeah, that that's great advice. Now let me get back into your story, guys, because it wasn't all gumdrops and rainbows back in the beginning days. I mean, when you were a teacher, you weren't making great money, were you, Lisa? No. And um I worked for a public school and then once I had my first child, I opened a homeschooling. So at my homeschooling, I was making nine grand a month. So I was doing well on that. So you went from public education to essentially self-employed um, yeah. as as part of your way to get out of the rat race. But what was the problem with being self-employed and, and doing that homeschool business? Well, I really enjoyed my school, but I'm a workaholic kind of person. And so I would, the only way to get a break, because it was in our garage, we had finished out our garage and that was my school and I had 12 children um but I wouldn't stop working in the evenings on the weekends and so the only way we would actually get a break was go out of town every weekend um so I would actually relax (laughs) so um we did that but I was still you know committed to the children the education I did national testing I did the whole thing so you know it was still a job Yeah, Al, in that particular model, self-employed model, I mean, she's working in her business. She's not working on it. So she was always, if she wasn't there, there was nobody else. So Yeah, so I mean, if there's a, if the teacher calls in sick, what happens? Right. No kids come over. <laughs> oh, and, and I bet you the parents were just miffed at that, huh? Yeah. Well, that doesn't sound like a good recipe for financial freedom. So let me let me switch gears and talk to Chad. Chad, I mean, you you are an electrician by trade. I mean, you you haven't lost the the skill set, and you've just kind of moved up within the company. But what was it like being an electrician? I mean, and working for somebody else. Well, it's um, there was a lot of uh, a lot of long hours, um, a lot of uh, call duty, a lot of call in so i mean i could literally get home at five in the evening and five thirty they're calling me back um uh you know whenever i was uh whenever i first started you know i guess i was i was hungrier so it didn't bother me as much right you know because it was all overtime but when it really started bothering me is whenever we had our first child you know and now i feel like you know all this 
you know, working, you know, after hours and stuff like that, you know, I, I didn't want to do it anymore. And um, so going back to what Lisa was saying, you know, I guess I should have, you know, listened to uh, Brian the first three months instead of the latter three months. <laughs> okay. Well, I mean, what what was going on between you and Brian? I mean, did what was what he was telling you was it making sense or did it just sound like a bunch of you know pie in the sky mumbo jumbo stuff? Yeah, it's yeah, it was. I I don't know, like air castles. Okay. So, so um, and and so we, so he he was talking to me about you know lifestyles and what he was doing and and how it was going and. But then I also had the uh, the mindset, right? You know, it's uh, and you know I've got a I've got a good job making six figures a year. My wife has a good job, you know. Uh, you know, we're, we're we're doing well. You know, we're doing well. Um, you know, does it get any better than this? And uh, the, the short answer is yes, it does get better than that. So, Lisa, you mentioned you were you were setting money aside in one of those five twenty nine programs for your kids so that they could go to college. What else were you guys doing for retirement back in the day? I had my, um, we were just saving money, and then Chad has retirement. And so that's all we were doing. So you're doing what everybody else is doing, right? I mean, you're, right. you're putting money wherever you thought it was appropriate and putting your hands together and praying that it was all going to work out for you. Basically, yes. So what was what was the big catalyst? What what got your attention and made you realize that what you were doing for financial freedom and for retirement wasn't necessarily working out the way you felt it should have worked out? I'm just always looking to better our situation, I guess. And um, when we invested passively, you know, we saw the returns and we're like, okay, you know, but we jumped to the lead side before we ever even finished our first passive deal, you know, so. It was um, basically us banking on the workhorse meet, <laughs> getting the job. And I know who I am, and I lifestyle supplies all the education and all the people we could call if we were to get in a bind that would direct our path for success. So basically, like lifestyles, just you copy what I do, and you could do the same thing I'm doing. You know, so it's a very open sharing environment. So that's a really good thing about lifestyles. But I just wanted more, and I, I knew that God wants more for you, too. You know, whatever you could imagine and pray for, God will provide. And, and I'm just, I just know who I am as a person. I <laughs> well, you're, you're a go-getter. I mean, everybody in Lifestyles Unlimited knows you as a go-getter. I mean, you're, you're the person that realized that, hey, there's nobody better qualified to do this than me. So why am I not doing it? I mean, did I sum, sum up you correctly? Yeah, basically, yes. So you and decided I live on faith. To, I pray nonstop, too. So. Well, that, that's always helps. a benefit, too. I mean, you know, having, yeah. having one-on-one with the big guy is, is the right way to do business. And, and that's, that's coming from my heart. That's not coming from my big mouth. But when you decided to become the lead investor— did you walk away from teaching right at that moment, or did you transition away? No, I actually hired someone and trained them to run my school. Um, and then I, I took on the apartment complex, but I was still doing, like, lesson plans in the evenings and, um, you know, directing her path because she was not a certified teacher. 
So just making sure everything got done because I was accredited like with the state. So I had all these demands to meet on top of the real estate. So our roof actually caved in on North Star Apartments. We had had our roofs inspected, but we had the first rain in September, our first property, and it started leaking in my units majorly. And so then I just closed my school down because there was no way I could do everything so um, I just because this was the road we chose to take for our family and how to get there was a huge sacrifice for our family. So I had to make it work. And so once the roofs were leaking and my units, I was like, OK, we got to call it done. And I just closed my school and, you know, just continued with the real estate because we invested everything we had in it. So it had to be successful. It wasn't an option. <laughs> Yeah, talk about, uh, what do they say, uh, getting to the shore and burning the ships? There's, there's only one way to go, and that's forward. We come back from the break. We're going to get back into Chad and Lisa's story. Stick around. Got questions? Call Lifestyles Unlimited at 855-497-4335. The Real Estate Investor Radio Show continues next. We sold one of my wife's properties and actually did a 1031 exchange. And we bought three brand new builds in Fort Worth. Um, So right now, collectively, we have three of her inherited properties and then three properties in Fort Worth that we've done through Lifestyles. And you turn one property into three, tripling your cash flow. Exactly. Well done. Learn to increase your cash flow. Register for the workshop at lifestylesunlimitedworkshop.com. Creating the lifestyle you've always wanted. You're hearing Lifestyles Unlimited's Real Estate Investor Radio Show. Welcome back to the second half of the Lifestyles Unlimited Real Estate Investor Radio Show. My name is Al Gordon. I am joined by Chad and Lisa, and together we are working on your financial freedom. So as we were going to break, Lisa, I I was dying to ask you this question, but I didn't think we had enough time left in the segment. So I kind of blew it off and I went a different direction. But I want to circle back and I want to talk to you about what you went through when you made the decision to become a lead investor and specifically where did you get the money from in order to make the investments in your first couple of multifamily real estate deals? Well, our first, um, we did look at like taking Chad's pension out, but since it's a pension with an old company, we couldn't touch it. We had an attorney look at that. So we didn't have any options. So all we could do was save my paycheck. So I had, I worked on like paying off bills, just paying off whatever, that way I could put more money in savings and do everything I can. So every like payday, I would have, you know, uh, 400 or 4,000 more dollars I could put in savings or whatever. So just the small, and we quit going out of town. So we totally changed our life. We went out of town like every weekend, bed and breakfasts, just so I would relax. So we quit spending. I mean, we didn't just have to eat rice and beans, but basically we just lived off Chad's income totally. So it was no more, let's buy everything at Walmart kind of thing. It was just, you know, pay your bills, stay home, do nothing. So our lives completely changed. But 
I'm a determined individual and I saw the light and I knew I could get us there if Chad would just work with me. And he said he wanted me to be the lead. He had said that, but he was kicking and screaming because our life changed so much, you know, in order to get the money to do that. Since we couldn't touch his retirement, we were limited. So all I could do was save. And so I saved my money at home and just eliminated all our bills. And we had yard sales and I would pray about the yard sales and just put everything out there. And we had like deer blinds. We got off the deer lease and we sold all the deer stuff. We sold all the tractors and the trailers and everything we had. And so my yard sales were 15000 and then one was $17,000. So I put all that money into savings and I just kept saving until we reached our goal. But you got to remember, Al, we, we, we had a good life. But what gets yeah. in the way of a good life? Yeah. A great so, life. Yeah. But we had, like I sold um, our RV. We had bought our RV when we were passive investors and thought we were rich, getting $300 a quarter. And my RV note was $300 a you know month. So, But I was naive and young and just thinking I was doing it right because someone was giving me free money, basically, a quarterly check. And actually listening to you on the radio during the vacation, did we realize we could be doing so, so much better. And Chad agreed when we sat down. I told him, okay, this is what it's going to look like. And I drew on my classroom board. This is what we're going to do. This is what I paid off. This is how much we're going to save. Are you on board? And he's like, yes, yes, yes. But he kicked and screamed the whole time. The children got lifestyles before Chad got it. And it was because once I closed my school, my children had me full time. I mean, my son was 10 years old, and he had never had me just by himself. I would take 12 kids to Walmart if I was going, or I would take 12 kids to the zoo. It was never just my two children. So the children saw it immediately because they were just with me. You know, so I got back my time with my kids, which was a huge advantage for me. That's something I had not ever had, you know. So I saw the blessings. We saw the blessings early. Chad saw us getting rid of his livelihood and his, you know, I ended up selling my RV because Chad's like, sell your RV and then we'll sell his truck. And the people that bought the RV, I'm like, well, can you come get it? And she's like, we just totaled our truck. And I'm like, let me make you a deal. And so he came home from work and I'm like, I sold your truck and the RV. Go ahead and clean it out. They'll be here Friday. So his life kept just going down in his eyes, you know, so it was a, it was a struggle within our family, but I just trusted and I just kept pushing forward and praying over Chad and, you know, and the kids, the kids saw it, you know, and he eventually saw it the bigger we got and the more money we had coming in. (laughs) Chad, tell me, tell me exactly what it was like coming home and finding out your wife had sold the one possession that you adored so much that truck i don't i don't want to talk about it al that's too painful no it was that's uh, fair no it was it it was shocking you know uh because it seemed like uh it seemed like i was giving up a whole lot and had not seen anything in return yet does that make sense it does you know i mean uh I, I, I love to hunt and fish, and that was like one of the first things that you know kind of seemed to have went. You know, was getting off the uh, getting off the deer lease and selling everything associated with hunting, and uh, and so then if I was to ever go hunting again, it was on an invite, um, and then 
and then coming home to find out, you know, that, you know, the truck that I had wanted um, and put a lot of money in, you know, uh, she had uh, basically, you know, sold it. Yeah, it, it was it was kind of it was kind of hard to take, and uh, but you know you know look, looking back at it, you know it was it, it was the right decision for us to make. Uh, I just didn't see it at the time. Did Did you believe in Lisa and what she was doing? Oh, what one hundred percent? You know, um, she is uh, she is the go getter. Any anything that she does, she does you know to a hundred percent, and. And I was, uh, and I, you know, supported her as much as I could. You know, I mean, uh, naturally, you know, she's she's set the properties, you know, two or three times a, a, a day, or a week. You know, and I can go on Fridays whenever I'm off, or I take off and go, or whatever. But uh, she's uh, she's really quite involved, and you know, she uh, you know really has a uh, you know a passion for you know taking care of our communities, our employees and our residents and, and, and our investors. I just had to, uh, I don't know how to put it, you know, quit being so bullheaded and trust in her and the decisions that we made collectively as a family to do it. You know, so now looking back and of course, hindsight being 2020, are you happy with the decisions that you guys made? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, 100%. I mean, I mean, our life now is something we would have never even thought of. Because when you're living paycheck to paycheck, and although we had money, I mean, we had more money than other people, we were still living paycheck to paycheck, basically. And now just having X amount of dollars in the bank and like, okay, what do you want to do? You know, what do you want to do here? It's just the endless. And then the opportunities we have shown our children is priceless. Like they realize there's something better out there. And it's, this is something we would have never even grasped because when you're in that box, you stay in that box. So what's scary is taking the leap, you know, but once you take the leap, the rewards are tenfold, but you, you know, have to be willing to jump. And I live on faith basically like my whole life, everything I do, I live on faith. And, and I'm, so I'm able to take that jump more easily because I know, you know, I have lifestyles got my back, but God's got my back most of all. Now, do your no. your kids have skin in your investments? In other words, are are do they have their own money at risk yes. with your investments? Tell me how yes, that works. They, they do. So, on their first property, on our first property, North Star, they had Caden had had nine hundred dollars I deposited when he was one in the five twenty nine plan. I cashed it out when he was ten, and he had eight hundred dollars. So we lost a hundred dollars over that span of time, and. So we gave them money. So they and they've always saved like their Christmas money or birthday money and whatever. But we matched twenty five hundred each child in our first property. So it was under our name. But when I paid out quarterly, like the boys are like, okay, you mailed the passes their check. I haven't got my money in my account yet, you know. So I would transfer their funds to them. But like on our first property, it was twenty five hundred each kid, and they walked with eight thousand. And so the second property, they did 25 again and kept the other in savings and bought little stuff they wanted. They only spent like 500 bucks and kept it all for real estate. And then on our third property, so on the second property, they did 2,500 too, and they got 8,000 again. And then on our third property, they have put 3,500 a piece in. And then this last deal, 
they did eight grand a piece. So they have checking accounts and they have debit cards. And they were at the dentist the other day and Lawson, the little one, wants braces. He's only 12. And so he had him look at his teeth and they're like, okay, well, call your mom because there's a bill. Y'all have to pay $135. And Lawson's like, I could pay that math. And she's like, do you have $135? She's like, yes, ma'am. <laughs> I got thousands like, of dollars. What are you doing to your children? How can you, can you take my children to raise? You know, so it's amazing. Like, and they look at everything. And, and since I'm so, like, to get here was such a struggle. Like, we quit buying everything at Walmart, the newest, newest thing you want out. You know, and the kids, I was, they seen how I had stopped shopping and stopped and started conserving money. And... So, like, Caden was maybe 11. No, he was younger than that, maybe 8. But we were doing this process at home, and, like, the kids were very aware that, okay, we reached a benchmark. You know, I got this in the savings. You know, and so when we paid something off, Chad and I, we would go on a date. So we quit dating. We quit doing anything to spend money and just saving. So we were hardcore, like, addicts at it. We were like, this is our goal. This is what we're going to do. And... Caden had bought something from the dollar store for five bucks. It wasn't really worth five dollars. And we got home the whole time. He's like, do you think I should have bought this, mom? And I said, son, it's your money. And the whole time we get home and he's like, you know, I I don't think this is really worth it. I want to put my five dollars in savings. Will you take me back to the store so I could get a refund? I'm like, yes, honey. So, I mean, it's really shown them a realization of how far your money could go if you use it right. You know, in, in that scope, we never had, even as adults. You know what I mean? So it's really opened the door for our family. And the children are involved, though, and they're, they like getting their passive returns, and they like when I sell and when I look at selling. Um, one of the pro- I was selling, listing both of them at the same time, my first two. And Lawson hated Matt, the little one, and he um, came to me, and he's like, so you're just subtracting like in the millions? And I'm like, yeah, because I'm looking at a 12% return, a 15% return, an 8% return to the passives, you know? And he's like, I need a 15% or 12%. I can't take an eight. That's a hurt on my pocket. <laughs> <laughs> and, I mean, and he was like six years old or seven years old, you know, but he was, he was like, you're, and so then now, you know, in, like he'll go to work with me and my manager will say, okay, Lawson, do some rental increases. And so she'll tell him how much. And he's just doing, he's like, I'm just doing like math. Like we do in school. And I'm like, yes, honey, that's all we're doing. So you really got a good math, no math, you know, but they're very educated in the knowledge of it all, you know, in they, in, I mean, just the foundation we have been able to provide to our kids is amazing because we took the leap, you know, I don't want everybody listening thinking that we uh, make our kids pay for their medical expenses. Uh, Fair enough. We had, uh, you know, we had asked, you know, Scooter, the little one, whenever he got home, was like, well, how come you didn't call us? And he was like, well, because I knew y'all were in meetings and y'all would just, you know, pay me back later. You know, so I don't want everybody thinking, you know, that, uh, you know, we make our kids pay for the (laughs) price. Yeah, you're you're 12 years old. You you can afford your own health (laughs) care. Yeah, yeah. So. But they do give me receipts and say I need to be reimbursed quite often, just like a manager does or someone else. Yeah. You know, they know if they pay for something that will reimburse them if it's our job to pay for that item. But they do buy their own stuff. Like they, they order whatever they want from Amazon, but they had been doing that their whole life. Like they had to use their birthday money to buy what they want, and we would pay them to read books. And so they would accumulate money like that. We didn't pay them to do chores per se because you live here too. So this was something, if you wanted money, read a book, give me a synopsis book report, and we'll give you some money. 
So we've always pushed academics. And so, and this is just worldly academics, I guess, because this is a whole nother rim of things, but just the possibilities, us joining and taking that leap has provided to our family. It's amazing. You know, it's. Yeah, I think, I think what the two of you have successfully done is you've successfully made this a family affair. You've created two entrepreneurs as part of your right. family unit. And, and I think the neat thing is that when your company matures and you decide to stop doing this stuff, you've got two guys ready, willing, and able to take over. Yes. Yes. And going back to like the little one, I mean, but like him doing his math, he always had like a great disdain for math. And I guess, you know, at least was saying, it wasn't until we were, you know, going over like the MFQ bays and, and balance checkbooks and accounts and what we were doing, you know, he was, he was sitting in and taking it in. Hey, we're coming up against the end of the show. If you want to do what Chad and Lisa are doing, you want to do what I'm doing, you want to do what the 50,000 members of Lifestyles Unlimited are doing, go to lifestylesunlimited.com, sign up for that free workshop, and let's get you going. Thank you for listening to Lifestyles Unlimited's Real Estate Investor Radio Show. Ready for more of the map? Visit lifestylesunlimited.com. Explore our videos and articles. Click on the radio tab to access past show podcasts. View the radio show schedule and listen to our best of radio shows. Want to continue the conversation? Follow Lifestyles Unlimited on Facebook today. We want to meet you as well. Sign up for a free workshop at lifestylesunlimited.com. Until next time, remember, it's not the money, it's the lifestyle. The information and opinions you hear on the Lifestyles Unlimited Real Estate Investor Radio Show are those of the hosts, guests, and callers and do not necessarily reflect the opinions of this station, its affiliates, its management, or advertisers. The Lifestyles Unlimited Real Estate Investor Radio Show is for entertainment purposes only. Please consult a professional regarding your personal investment needs. Nothing presented on the Lifestyles Unlimited Real Estate Investor Radio Show constitutes an endorsement recommendation, offer, or solicitation to buy or sell any product or security.